1: awesome you' getting awesome're
2: getting awesome awesome
0: it is time to get geeky get nerdy get gadgety it is the awesome cast live from the circuittron media Studios here in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh PA having fun here it is episode 386. Dx, we'll say tonight, <laughs> of the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the tour, video producer, podcaster, long-time podcaster, as people keep reminding me these days, uh, here with the awesome cast. Sorgatron Media, Psychic Media Services, Ready to get Geeky with you with me. In studio, it's just the two of us. Okay, Missy's here too. John Chachilla. You
2: never get any credit.
0: John Chachilla is I, I, here. I feel like in honor of the three eighty
2: six episode, we should be like streaming at like ninety six baud.
0: We're gonna we're like, gonna render this down <laughs> to to a twenty five by thirty two <laughs> uh, rendering. And, for and, you and guys it'll on only video. be available
2: in real audio format.
0: Yes, only in real <laughs> audio only <laughs> exactly you're gonna have to use a boot disc in order to listen to this one uh but uh yeah you know and uh and, and it has to fit on a uh 1.4 megabyte floppy so that quality is gonna be fantastic you guys oh and it's gonna play in your midi card uh <laughs> It's copy protected, so make sure you get out your manual and look on yes. page fifteen, yes. paragraph
2: three, word two.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, John Jachilla is a gadget guru with Big Bank International, Esquire. I wait. Are we? Wait. Did we? What we determined last week when we said, like, are you? You're changing positions. Are you still a guru of the gadgets? I'm still a guru of the gadgets. Well, I think personally, I, I don't you think are. I'll ever
2: give up that. If
0: you're title. not professionally, at least personally, you are a guru of the gadgets. We cannot. Uh, turn back time on that no definitely not. no the panda the the the, 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 panda? Box, the panda box has been opened <laughs> pandora's box <laughs> the, I, uh, the, train the, the train I has left the station i don't know where you're going with where, are we, this? At? where are we at where we at the i know where we're at it's the awesome cast and it's over at awesomecast.com you can join us live on the internet every tuesday night 7 p.m eastern time uh, on the Facebook page for the Awesome Cast. Subscribe to the podcast uh, edition of this on iTunes, Stitcher, Speaker, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music. Please, I, I want to call this out to everybody. Um, this week, uh, if you can put a review wherever, if you can put a review wherever uh, you listen to this podcast, or go to iTunes. It's probably going to be the most helpful in the long run. Uh, uh, leave a rating, leave a review. Let us know. Let the people out there know what you think of the Awesome Cast. Um screen cap the review send it to AwesomeCast at com or uh, uh, AwesomeCast on the Twitter or on our Facebook page. Just message us and we're going to take all those entries here over the next week and we're going to give... Wait, we don't have t-shirts. I was going to give a t-shirt to the Mayhem Show, guys. Uh, we're going to make AwesomeCast t-shirts <laughs> either way and you're, you'll get one uh, to represent uh, there as well. I've been, you know, I've been, I've been really kind of holding off making t-shirts for, for the podcast and this will make me make the t-shirts for the podcast. So, um, so get out there, leave a review.
1: Just to clarify, this is there's going to be a t-shirt going to everyone?
0: No, 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 no. We're going to pick somebody randomly okay. of the people that submit okay. because so many people are going to submit. We're going to have to pick uh, one. Yeah, maybe we'll pick two. Uh, but at least one person will be getting an Awesome Cast t- t-shirt of some sort here. Uh, coming up so uh, please we got to we, we got to tell, tell the world about the podcast I want to challenge the wrestling mayhem show people to do it as well um, on the show later tonight uh, but please uh, please do that please re- please review please tell the people what you think of the awesome cast and of course a thank you to our streaming partners rivers edge pgh Saturdays at 9 a.m. they rebroadcast the show and also join them on the river talk with Brian Crawford every uh, third Sunday I will be joining for an awesome thing of the month and chill I'm taking suggestions for March's awesome thing of the month. So so just want to put that out there. And if you guys have any ideas of what you want me to bring over to that show. Also, thanks to our other streaming partner, the405media.com, our friends on the West Coast. I'll be heading there in about a month or so. Uh, that general area, probably avoiding the 405 actual highway as much as possible this time around. I'm going to Uber the entire time. screw driving. But anyways, uh, you can check us out weekdays, five days a week at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time. There we'll playing our latest episode, whatever that might be um, there, so you can catch up on your mayhem or catch up on our. On I'm sorry, awesome cast, uh, catch up on your awesome cast every day over lunch here in the Pittsburgh area. And thank you to our Patreon supporters, uh, helping us keep the lights on here in the studio. Of course, uh, Matt Weller from The Old Awful Show. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, for supporting the show at the coffee club, five dollar level, Matt underscore Weller on the Twitter, and a Michael Fedor of Mike Fedor show on the Twitter at the fan of the show dollar level. You guys too can be part of the show, contribute to the show. Let us know if you're digging the, some of the discussions we're having. Be a part of that, and we do appreciate that. And you do get extra gold content this week. Um, Chilla and I, uh, in honor of episode 386, um, um, discussed our first computers. Um, What those may be. So we're going to leave that story for you guys on there. Check in at the $5 level. It's $5 a month also, not a week. So Not a show. Yeah, not per show. So for $5 for a month, you'll get no less than four of those uh, uh, throughout the month. And some... Yes,
2: I expect some nice like harp music like in into this week's gold to like kind of do the fade in intro of reminiscing. You're memories. you're
0: setting some expectations, <laughs> Sheila, and a lot of work for me to do. And that's that what that's what that five dollars a week goes to. And if we get more of those five dollars a week, I will hire somebody to do those fancy things. <laughs> There's a goal. There's our stretch goal right there. Um, uh, for for that kind of thing. Yes, uh, uh, producer I-
1: Missy. But if I want to give more money, can I do that?
0: You can give all the money you want. We do have a ton dollar level where you can get a state of the show and talk about things that we're trying to get going um, with as future guests and the such, and also a sponsored level twenty dollar executive producer, and you'll get business cards, longer shout out, and uh, other goodies. They you with the king the keys to the kingdom. You become pretty much part of the show, and that's perfect if you don't you don't maybe want to be on the show because maybe you're maybe. Not, uh, some people don't like to get behind the microphone or on the Skype lines, if if need be, or here in the studio, and, and we do appreciate uh, everybody else that does support the show. So let get that. yes, r- oh real, yeah,
2: real quick. Um, I, I I find it interesting that you told everyone, no matter where you listen to us, to go to iTunes. So I think if you
0: go to iTunes, you know it is interesting. iTunes is not. They, they, there was a thing from Lipson where they said that if if if. The mass percentage of your of your listening audience is not iTunes. You might be doing something wrong. I feel like I'm doing something wrong on every one of my podcasts because that is not the case.
2: Uh, what I'd but, be interested in is I think – if you listen to us on something other than iTunes and you go to iTunes to review us, take that screenshot and ma- mention what you listen to us on. I think they that's should true. Get two. That's true. I think they should get two entries.
0: Ooh, no, if you I'll do listen that. on an alternate system, or or I'll give you an entry for each platform that you leave a review. There you go. Is that is that is that legal? I sure. Don't copy it's and your paste rules. It. I, it is my rules. It, it, it's Sorg's <laughs> world. It's the awesome cast. Let's do it. Um, anyways i saw that i saw that i saw that over there that's the part where missy just gave up on logic <laughs> um but
2: anyways missy has to keep track of it we can make up whatever <laughs> that's right that's
0: want. right remind me i did this <laughs> next week anyways we did not do this in the pre-sh- pre-show pre meeting by the way we never have a pre-show meeting um <laughs> all right Shiloh. what are you buying when you get home <laughs> so, for your awesome <clears throat> thing of the week
2: so Microsoft has a couple different things for the Xbox. One of them is the Play Anywhere, where if you buy a game um, on Xbox, you can run that on Windows, and if you run that on, win- and if you buy it on Windows, you can run it on Xbox. Uh-huh. They're upgrading some of their. They're upgrading some of their um, games. The most recent one that I saw was the Marvel versus Capcom. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're an owner of that or thinking about buying it, no matter where you buy it, now you get to run it on both both systems. Okay. I that was pretty cool. But what, what really caught my eye this week is um, a company called OneCast. It's one cast, OneCast, O N E C A S T dot M um, E, came up with a way to stream your Xbox games to your Mac. Um, as part of Windows 10, and when the Xbox upgraded to Windows 10 as well, you could actually stream your Xbox to your tablet or computer yeah um thought it was a pretty cool concept, but you couldn't do this with a mac so unfortunately i wasn't i was unable to use this as and, we
0: are Mac people because it, we are fair minded uh uh workers and, of a sort it,
2: and i have a i have a virtual machine that runs Windows for anything i need to test on that but mm-hmm. streaming games doesn't work as well um when I'm trying to run a bunch of other stuff as well now they've actually get, they've one cast has come out with a way to stream xbox one titles. Um, to your mac os device mm. thought it was pretty cool um it's a it's a if you're unsure there it's a 14 there is a day free free it, trial free trial it's Let's like see. shareware back in the 80s <laughs> yeah and
0: for share more shareware you can listen to the awesome cast gold at the five dollar level on patreon.com slash awesome cast and uh, we were reminiscing about that concept and modems and such um yeah i'm downloading it right now I don't have an Xbox One here. I have to be on the same Wi-Fi. Is that correct? Uh, from what I understand, Does yes. that mean I need to bring my Xbox One to the studio?
2: Or you need to take your laptop home.
0: I don't have a Wi-Fi network at home.
2: Well, you just join them both to the... Same phone. Same phone.
0: Hmm... And it's not going to tra- traverse the internet. No, it isn't. It isn't. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not worried. I have unlimited and stuff But like um, So wait, how much is a 50% off for a limited time only. It is, do, 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 that price is nine ninety nine. That's all it takes to play Xbox on your Mac? Chilla? Yep. That's all it takes. And the cool thing, too, is they support um, the
2: Xbox One wireless controller. So <gasps> you can connect it via USB or Bluetooth and use the same fun controller that you're used to.
0: Wait, so the regular Xbox One it does it is USB, right? And the newer ones are Bluetooth. The new ones are newer ones are Bluetooth.
2: Yeah, and I think I can't, I can't you might remember. Need a dongle.
0: I might need a dongle.
2: You might need a dongle for
0: like I think I have like an original Xbox One controller. Two of You'll them. probably need a dongle. I need a dongle. Son of a bitch. Which and they means... came out with
2: new. They came out with new smaller dongles like two weeks ago. So. You can get a micro-dongle. A
0: micro-dongle? Yes. I feel like we're leaning... the old,
2: I guess, macro-dongle. I don't know.
0: I feel like we're leaning into a show title with this. (laughs) All right. Bookmarked for later. Downloaded here. I'll install that later. Um, (laughs) Awesome. What would be really cool is if you could
2: set up some kind of crazy contraption to actually connect your device to your home network remotely, then you could, as long as you had the bandwidth, you could...
0: I uh, could stream from anywhere. I can see that happening, like a like an old school sling box, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> an X sling box maybe, an X, a sling X sling X. Oh geez, I don't think I have anything for that, do I? I think I'm out of. Yeah, no, I'm out of it. Uh, anyways, um, we also have. Wait, what is this? Free. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's for the wrestling show. I'll leave that message for later. Um, anyway, so it's, I'm flying again uh, in the next week. Chilla heading down to Lakeland, Florida by way of Tampa. By the way, never been to Florida before. This is never. New. never been to Florida before. This is brand new for me. Um and and getting into that, oh hey, got to get in the flying mode again. It's been like I think since June last year since I've done this. So I got to get in the way. Hey, all the anxiety is still gone. Good news so far at least. Um, my my anxieties for when I get back on the ground down there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is appropriate because I'm down there for work. So, um, And we'll talk about that probably more next week uh, before or after the event because it's something different and cool that I get to uh, film here. Uh, but anyways, Gadget has an article about uh, – um, oh, that's the other thing that happened this week I need, I need to bring up. On Local Focus, remember, remind me to talk about VR. Uh, but anyways, flying with a VR headset. Um, this is the HTC Vive Focus, which is, which is I think the more standalone or at least the lighter – of the vibes and they're um, using it apparently on flights for your in-flight VR entertainment. There's, they're talking about in this, how it's not as, the article is it isn't as dorky as it sounds, Um, but also it's pretty cool because um, it's, it's, you know, gives you, you, gives you a whole environment when you're cooped up on that plane. Although this guy has a lot more room than I usually have on a plane. I want to point out, this is definitely the, it looks is, like an
2: international flight. Yeah.
0: That's one of those international flights with the cubicle system going on. I did not get this on my way to Thailand a, a couple years ago. So, uh, I don't know. It's pretty cool. And, and again, the VR is, uh, adding a lot of, uh, uh, cool stuff. So uh, yeah, 360, 360 degree. Um, um, <laughs> videos for the most part i'm hoping there's not too many um like office simulator or anything like that they're showing a a go-kart game for this thing um they have a app library that's a part of it as well um it's uh i love this this picture of them um i I think this is a china flight i believe that's doing this um and i think that's a beijing airport there uh him like in, in the lounge standing up doing the uh the Vive Focus uh, situation. Um, I'm hoping there's not a lot of office simulator or something because I think you're just gonna, co- you know, completely whack like that guy sleeping next to you uh, <laughs> if you're playing something like that. So um, it's pretty cool that they're, they're kind of doing this. I mean, this this is we're talking about like you know VR is on 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 roller coasters and things. Kenny just unveiled the uh, over Fright Nights the the VR on the Sky rocket. For instance, and now this absolutely makes sense because there's only so much of staring that little TV on the back of the seat in front of you on an 13-hour international flight I think I can take. Although I don't think I'm going to have a vibe on my head for 13 hours, that might might also be a little wearing as well.
2: I'm surprised they haven't, and maybe they're out there and I just haven't looked this up, it just popped into my head. I'm surprised they haven't done more video game emulators for the so you could it would be like sitting in your living room right with a nice big screen tv you i'm playing sure they're out there Zelda. they have um, to be
0: out there right that would be kind of good for those long flights hold on v- nes emulator for uh let's say gear vr i'm gonna do i'm just gonna do a twitch is there, is there any way to use how to use nes Game Boy psp emulator with the gear vr yes thank you tomsguide.com um play nintendo's hated virtual B- boy games on gear vr oh man <laughs> oh man got some
2: dr mario kicking
0: oh i need to bookmark this too we're gonna put a star by that and that's gonna be for later uh- <laughs> can, you, can you throw that in the notes I <laughs> yeah. Get to it later as well. yeah i might need to do that as well let's see this is For the later i'm just i mean i i seriously just searched like nes gear emulation gear vr and i'm sure there's probably something for cardboard as well because somebody has to be playing with these kinds of things um (laughs) Uh, now with less nausea and headaches says this thing all right i want to talk about kind of the local side of vr in a moment because i actually had a pretty cool experience i almost forgot about here uh but in the meantime i'm going to tell you about a pretty cool experience for our tummies that's right i said tummies chilla our good friends, yeah, you know, have much cameras on. Can yeah, I can me? hear you I, munching. I, I turned the mic back That's on That's for pure, sensual, uh, um, you know, we are not VR, but we are uh, PR, pizza reality on this show. We're, show. we're showing you on the video here the awesome website and the great stuff they make at Slice on Broadway right up here in the street and on Broadway Avenue and you can hear Chilla munching it too.
2: It's delicious.
0: Yes. Supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza right here in Beachview, right over in Carnegie, PA, down on Main Street, PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates, as well as East Liberty. I drove by and saw Rico in the window, and I waved to him. He did not see me because it was nighttime. Uh, But anyways... I'm not stalking the pizza man, I swear. Uh, But thank you so much to those guys for supporting the show. Support them back. Follow PGH underscore Slice on the Twitter as well as the Facebook, the Instagram Slice on Broadway as well. Let them know that the awesome cast sent you. All right. So I did have, uh, like I said, I had a fun experience the other night, Chilla, where um, there was... Uh, we got a cool guest coming up this week. Um, the the winner of the uh, Social Justice Innovation Week is going to be on Awesome Chat here in the studio for uh, recording a later date. But She invited me to the um, VR meetup last Friday night at Ascender. Ascender is somebody that we've interviewed here on the show as well. Really cool. Um, incubator, I think they're labeled as. Either way, it's helping a lot of startups and uh, younger companies kind of build up over there. And it's it's, it's pretty cool. But, uh, you know, I didn't know about this VR meetup. I know there's been, uh, I've had had word of a few VR uh, meetups over the, um, you know, there's been one over at uh, Looking for Group over here in Bookline um, that I've attended in the past. But this was one, again, in a center with uh, Shell Games was uh, kind of the presenter here. Um, this guy uh, involved of course in um, now I expect you to die, which is like probably one of the few hits on virtual reality right now uh, on every per- every every um, um, platform and if you 're not familiar, um, now I expect you to die is um, you're a spy there 's more levels now, but I think I played like the original one where you 're just in a car on a plane and it 's basically an escape room situation where you're you know trying to radio trying to figure out how to get out of the car if you pull the wrong thing like a a a laser will pop up and shoot you and you have to move your head and stuff like that uh but it was cool because you know a lot of the people at the meetups were um you know obviously developers more than more than enthusiasts at least and myself i'm kind of a more of a 360 video and photo enthusiast because that kind of I'm I'm not a video game developer, but it was cool to see like, you know, step one, get one of these units. Step two, get Unity, which is very accessible for a lot of people, and free. I didn't know this. Unity is free for you to use up to about $100,000 in revenue. So any kind of startup, I want to make a game, try something out, put on there um, for most of the platforms other than, you know, I want to make something for uh, Apple, Android, you know, kind of things. You got to pay the developer fees, of course, but um, to make something important out—that's that, that, a pretty cool that you can do that. But this was the thing that that got me. They were talking about playtesting and, and going over some of the courses for the, you know some of the ideas for that. Um, by the way, the, the fellow's name is Sean Patton. I believe he's a virtual reality. Um, um, sorry, the word was just right in front of me. Uh, but he's of Shell Games and uh, they. But anyways, they showed they showed part of their playtesting before they actually get into the three D develop the thing. They make the scene, especially with something where you're just sitting there and interacting with things, out of boxes. He calls it brown boxing. Okay. So you're sitting in a car, and there's a thing here, and there's a phone with a light on it. You make the phone with the light on it, grab something from, you know, props from, um, I forget where they said they were picking it up, right? Uh, it, you know, the, 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 it makes sense. You have to move in a 3D space and have perspective, right? So you kind of, like, have somebody there playing a and d component Telling you you hit that button now the place is filling filling with gas and you're dead, like things like that it, it was pretty cool to the think and it makes it makes sense right that you would kind of develop in this way so um they had a lot of v r setups of course, they had the I uh, expected you to die game. Uh, set up they also had and and I got there a little late didn't have much time before the the presentation started like right after I got there i've been getting really lucky with these things lately uh but they also had the new windows um headset as well uh set up i looked at it real quick it was like a dell as well um and i think they might have had a i think the uh, vive and oculus on hand as well there's somebody i think that's what the windows one the can... the windows one was
2: it like the one you could kind of see through or what it was a full it was a full thing It's the, okay. it's
0: the VR helmet, not the, the mixed reality not the mixed reality AR thing. It was the full 3D thing, so um, so it was cool to see that that in person at least and get a chance to try anything, of course. Um, really good discussion there, and uh, really cool community. Uh, we have around v r in in the area too, so i say it 's really accessible i've heard about, of a lot of people developing for it that are just you know kind of enthusiasts and things and and to see that and plus you know probably the easiest ones to get are maybe if you have already a samsung uh uh phone getting the gear v r um getting getting you know the the playstation four one if you already have a playstation four I have tried chachis it 's just harder to develop for a playstation of course because it's More of a closed ecosystem, mm-hmm. right and and also there are so few of these systems out there, you know kind of saying, "Hey, making profits a little hard because there 's not a huge installed base it 's still growing it's still uh, the education is growing right around it, and people trying it for the first time still like there 's a lot of people who have never tried VR
2: oh I, I totally believe that
0: thing I appreciated <clears throat> hackers got mentioned three times in this presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Was
2: there, a, was there a scene? with... Oh, because he was in the old school pterodactyl. He was in the old
0: school pterodactyl one. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. He played that at
2: Century 3 Mall on the I third ne- floor. I like never got to play it. This guy was talking about
0: day. it, too. He was like, he's talking about how he used it back in the day and how, like, VR, like, the, the concept of the VR was kind of thought of in the 50s. There was a version of it in, like, the 70s, but it looked like a vice grip on your head, <laughs> you know, the way that they had it set up. It, it, was, it wasn't really a computer thing, I don't think. I was thinking it was just a visual thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was weird. Um, I'd like to kind of see a little more into it. Um, And and kind of the idea, you know, the reason VR has jumped so much is because of cell phones. Because these things have driven screen and chip technology so small. Now, when you're just putting this, this, you know, bit of technology right in front of your face, you're able to put something that small into it. And when you have a helmet system that you can build around like that, that helps all of that. That's why everything...
2: the scale at which they have to provide the displays for all the cell phones, I'm sure, has driven down the cost of even the displays and the, the headset.
0: Absolutely. So that was a pretty cool thing that happening uh, as well. And as I said, the conversation is going to continue here in the studio this week. I um, don't know if we'll Facebook Live it, but it'll be on your streams here in the coming weeks as well. Um, we'll probably move to an awesome chat. It sounds like we're going to move to maybe a biweekly uh, situation for that as we as we get interviews we get a bunch of interviews but we'll probably step it up a little bit. Um, but we also uh, had a great discussion with Cindy Leonard with the uh, Tech Now for Nonprofits conference. Uh, that I got to film the keynote of uh, a few months ago in the Bay center for nonprofits talking about technology um, and the need for that uh, as well. That'll be coming up this Thursday on your awesome chat feeds too. All right. So from there, what else do we have here, Chilla? Um Brandon has uh has some stuff that he contributed. He has an awesome thing of the week uh that we can uh, share if we'd like to. Uh he got a new phone today from T-Mobile. I don't know if you're call uh, you're, you're you're familiar with this Chilla since you are the gadget guru here on the show. Uh called the Revel R E V V L all caps by the way. Um is, is that something you're familiar I'm not familiar with? with the device
2: but I just googled it and it took me right to it.
0: right to the product right page. Right to the
2: product. 32 gig of memory. Um, probably pretty capable.
0: Android. Who, who makes it? Is Revel the company? or it does It's one of those weird branded say. ones, maybe.
2: It runs Android 7. Nice. I mean, so it's not like
0: it's behind. Nice, nice. And anytime when somebody jumps up with that, they get to play with a little bit of new technology. So uh, uh, let us know how you like that, if you're uh, doing any cool things. Uh, especially uh, uh, grab some of those AR apps and see if they work uh, pretty well on there too, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to
2: see what his opinion of it is because only because the full price of the device is 150 bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, it's 32 gig of internal memory, fingerprint sensor, Bluetooth, Bluetooth 4.2, Android Nougat.
0: Once again, you do not need to get a thousand dollar phone to have a decent experience these days. Yeah. That's where I'm, I'm I mean, we we need to remember that, right?
2: I'm really impressed. I mean, it's a
0: little hard to do that when you have an Apple on it, but other than that, uh, as far as Android goes, right? Yes. So, that is Advantage Android. Also, got something called the MoveBand 4 Tracker, M-O-V Band. There's no E. There's a lot of interestingly spelled things that he picked up this week. Uh, it's basically an off-band Fitbit. Fitbit, I was reading an article, I think, in Gadget today, talking about how Fitbit's going to be uh, uh, really rolling into, one, subscription services, and they're going to be rolling out new smartwatches, which, considering I got the thing that they killed over here with the Pebble 2, the very rare Pebble 2 over here, um, that I'm gonna freaking ride into the ground. By the way, um, you know I've been waiting to hear when, if there's gonna be any worthwhile off off Apple brand red not four hundred dollars uh, uh, watch that I'm gonna be able to pick up. I and really, it's not the cost; it's the this thing lasts seven days. You, you can know. Get,
2: can't you get the the? I guess we'll call it the Apple. Watch OG one point five for like two hundred bucks refurb.
0: Yeah, but the, if you're gonna do that, you might as well because it's that one like super slow. No, so that's
2: don't forget when the when they redid that the they of the CPU the, yeah the CPU okay and then they they did something else I can't remember. the big difference between the series one and the 2nd and series three three um, when they came out with that that mid series. The new one was waterproof, but the old one got the new chip. Hmm. And I and I thought it got. I thought they opted with something else too. So, so it's, I mean, to me, it's kind of
0: you tell me. Like as said, as a bump up from my lowly old Pebble, it might be okay to get these. It'll, it'll run after
2: a certain day too, because I'm guessing sooner or later Pebble is just gonna say no soup for you. I'm
0: waiting for that. Um, I'm not sure if I can do voice to text anymore. Like am I responding, I used to be hit the reply and be able to say yes, no. Call me um, as a thing. Call um, me, maybe. Simply text messages. Wait, okay, she got that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the look because there was a pause and a look. I looked around if anyone would giggle. Yes.
1: I didn't want to giggle too loudly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, no, no, yeah. I, it, it's going to be, oh, my, my watch doesn't work for anything more than a watch anymore. I'm going to have to get a new one. Um, and I'm kind of waiting for that day. So, but also, I don't want to get the new watch before I've run my time on this thing. So, I'm getting my getting your money's $120 worth out of this thing first before I want to drop another 200 on a new watch. So, and I only have a couple years on it. I mean, that's the way technology goes, but I'm well into my third year of my 6S and I'm kind of okay.
2: Did you get a battery replacement?
0: No. Uh. But I'm also not anywhere outside of charging range almost ever the way my life has gone lately. Mm-hmm. So
1: until you do your marathon traveling
0: until I do my marathon Oh no, no. All those batteries that we pack up for the weekends, they're coming with me. <laughs> those... when, do you, when do you, leave next Thursday? All right. Next Thursday. Now everybody knows when I'm not going to be here. I, have to look I
2: I'll still, be I still here. have my iPhone. Oh, sorry.
1: No, I was gonna say I'm, I'll still be here. Yeah, You'll still be
0: here. What's that? I'll have to look around. Cause
2: I, I, somewhere I have my Apple branded, uh, battery case.
0: I just got to find it. Ooh. Well, well the, uh, this thing has a life proof on it, so... That
2: will not That's fit in not...
0: There. And while I won't need this as much for the aero design, I don't think, I am definitely going to need this when we get the Baja because it gets dirty. Mm-hmm. So, it, this thing is caked with dirt and I have to, like, take a Q-tip to it because it's so filthy just from being around everything. So, anyways, banana phone. banana phone. This was one of my favorite phones (laughs) and this was,
2: um, I'll let you get into it.
0: It's the banana phone from, uh, the matrix. Nokia brought back the old school, right? And they're doing it again. This, this is like your anti-social media move, isn't it? The The Nokia 8110 and yeah, it's, Hey guys, it's just a phone. For all of those old schoolers and wrestling promoters out there, you can just chill with this thing. We actually should get this for the wrestling promoter we we know that does a flip phone. So at least it could look a little cooler with it, especially with the yellow one.
2: This <laughs> phone was so hard to find when the Matrix came out. Right. Like in the U.S., there was like, I think T-Mobile carried kind of a model Nokia, but it was mm-hmm. like $500, and it was all metal titanium. I actually have... That model, by the by. Um, I'll have to bring it in for you to see sometime. Um and it was black and white, had it, it ran snake like a champ. Um <laughs> ran snake
0: like a champ.
2: <laughs> but it, this this device I mean, I don't at a hundred bucks, I would think about just getting this for funsies. For
0: funsies. What you It runs getting... it
2: runs doesn't it run sailfish?
0: What's sailfish?
2: Oh, or is it running okay, they call it smart feature OS. It's not running Android, right? It's running their... Okay. But their it's, still, it's still
0: kind of a smartphone-esque thing, right? Like, is it going to have, like, hooks for social media and stuff? Like, is there It'll a to Facebook they, app? Yeah, if they write... If they Smart Feature OS. There. So, again, rolling back to that feature phone idea, which never went away, by the way. Do they still have tweet codes? Can you still, like, text... I think for the most part, I don't know how well <laughs> they work these days since we up the character counts and everything. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But, but in the meantime, the screen looks nice. It, it as far as we can tell on video, right? Yeah. Wonder Manifo, what. Wonder what the
2: quality. Oh, QV Oh no, 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 it doesn't give you the. What's the quality of the camera?
0: Um, I'm not seeing it here. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, but the, to, but uh, to, the phone looks a, really It's a slick. two megapixel camera. So you can go all kinds of old school on your sweet, sweet banana phone there, Chilla.
2: And that's sometimes two megapixels all you need.
0: Sometimes two megapixels is all you need, Chilla. But anyways, uh, so, you know, get your banana phone on. (laughs) All right, let's see what else we got here. Oh, we got to put that one cast to the side because we're going to take care of that later. Oh, by the way, thank you to Andy uh, Andy at uh, Techberg for posting that. That's where I found that. As well, Um, I see you had a link there as well. I
2: I, I threw a link right below that Mm -hmm. um, because right after, at about that same point in time, Nokia actually launched. I feel like this is like a throwback Tuesday.
0: Ooh. Um,
2: Nokia launched the communicator line, which was like a thick PDA style phone that was a phone on one side and the, the, the phone kind of opened up. I think it got like four hours of battery life. Um, it was ridiculous, it, ridiculously bad on battery. Um, back when the Edge network was fast, at like a 14.4 <laughs> speed. That
0: sweet Edge network.
2: And if you scroll down, they, they have the woman that has the phones open, but if you scroll down, it kind of has the three mainstream models. And I remember people owning the one on the far left, mm-hmm. um, which was one of the first first models. But it opened up, had a full screen display, had office applications—not Microsoft's office applications. But I, I feel like we're re—I I feel like we're revisiting the past, or we're hitting some kind of cycle
0: because <laughs> the banana kind of,
2: phone's coming back, and or I some have,
0: some kind of paradox maybe is it, it more appropriate. <laughs> I
2: have a feeling by the end of the year, you're gonna see this style of device launch style, not this exact same device launched from Microsoft Mm -hmm. so it'll it'll be interesting to see how history repeats itself throughout this year starting with the banana phone
0: absolutely well hey uh, coming up here something uh, uh, you know that'll bring you guys into the future of music here in the Pittsburgh area I want to give a shout out uh, to the Millville Music uh, Fest Millville Music dot org it's coming up here as a great event that took over Millville, PA, right across the river from basically Lawrenceville in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, and, uh, with, of course, Sidekick Media Services, our media arm of Sorgatron Media, is, uh, it was represented there as well. We had a stage. I know there was, like, some, some jazzy saxophone stuff going on on the live stream and uh, a lot of really cool stuff, yoga, just yoga on the side of the street, just, just, just straight up, right? Uh, but it's happening again. What's that date
1: again? May 12th? It's in the show notes. It's. I'm showing a
0: video, so I can't see the show notes. It is is May 12th. It is May 12th, and it's Millvale Music.org. Great, great, great beer places all around. Grist House, I know everybody's uh, talking about, and a lot of places. Discover Millvale. Discover a lot of great music in the Pittsburgh area. MillvaleMusic.org. Become a part of that and uh go go enjoy some something really cool our friends are doing including our friends at riversedgepgh.com uh and they of course are also doing the weekly uh Milvale minute it's not
1: Millvale week- music minute it's not weekly at this point it's a minute uh, it is i a, hear it is a minute it is a, the uh, how
2: periodic is the minute
1: Currently, it's it's every couple of weeks as we're getting new information and stuff coming through. Mm-hmm. As we get closer to the event, they probably will become more frequent. Yes. And one thing that I do want to push, uh, this is the first year that we are opening. Last year, obviously, we opened for we opened submissions for local bands to participate. This year, we are doing like kind of like an artists' galley or gallery. That I
0: like galley, actually. Well, it's, it's you should roll with that. We're, we're
1: closing off a street, yes. like, we're gonna have an entire street dedicated to local vendors. So, if you're an artist out there that does visual art, um, painting, sculpture, uh, jewelry, you know, fancy headbands, whatever you do, uh, head on over to the Millvale website, and there is a vendor submission form that you can check. It's in uh, the menu. And those submissions are open, I think, until the 15th of next month. So just a couple more weeks left on that. And it's going to be a really cool, nice little uh, spot for you to set up and, and sell your wares. There you go.
0: There you go. Missy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize this was on screen. Uh, <laughs> Go check it out. So, Missy, wow, since I had this up, tell us about drones at the Olympics.
1: Yeah, there were apparently drones at hey, the Hey, there were drones at the
2: Olympics. Did you, did you see the but I'm guessing that does this have the video? Cause I was
1: super I, impressed with think the this quality. One here? I saw, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a video. If you scroll down a little bit on that. So yeah, I, th- I think it's a link be. to the video. Yep, it was right there. But uh, yeah, it was crazy because I was looking, I was like, Oh my God, this has to go into the awesome cast notes because that is so amazing. Um, yeah. So they did like shooting stars and stuff. They had the, the drones make the Olympic rings. It was amazing. And all with drones.
2: Didn't they do like a skier, and they did some different people type things? Yeah, they,
1: they did a few different things. Um, yeah, there's there's the, the bird, the dove that you're talking about. Uh, it's just
0: it's, well, yeah, we're on the on the surfboarder now he- here on the video um again it's pretty cool they, they show a little bit of the sequence and the the 3d uh software that they use to kind of position everything i think they, they, they talked about this on in our podcast and this is an intel kind of big thing as well um they actually i think did record this a few days before the actual event right uh and kind of played it live for for people during you know synchronized with the, the event um but they had to um do kind of clean up crew because not all the drones make it guys
2: <laughs> well they had bad winds too did they so i know there was i know there were problems at the olympics with mm-hmm. with heavy winds so i'm guessing that didn't make for easy drone flight
0: probably did not help no 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 absolutely
2: Wait, well, you remember they did this for yeah not yeah yeah it's none of the, the um super uh, bowl
0: last year right two super
2: bowls ago so yeah 20, yeah yeah
0: 17 with yes. lady gaga lady gaga oh.
1: Well, here's here's the other fun thing. Mm-hmm. They had all of these drones in South Korea. Yes, that that just in and of itself kind of blew my mind. Why? Because it's South Korea. <laughs> like just in general, like I, I associate that that part of the world with outlawing and banning everything. It pretty much, yeah.
0: Well, that's that's North Korea, first of all. Well, I realize that but South Korea. I would I would attribute South Korea more to China as far as technological. Uh, ness. That's a word I made well, up. Well,
1: that's the thing like China, I would have expected it from China. Yeah. Um South South Korea to have it like that integrated which is like kind of cool uh, yeah.
0: for me. Like I think China got I think South Korea's got a lot of proof here. We're like, "Hey guys, we do stuff too." Hey guys, okay. Um Anyways, Chilla I I think I Oh no, no, that, that that's under me. Amazon bought Ring.
2: Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't this was one I didn't expect. So Amazon bought Ring. They promise they're still going to support HomeKit on the Ring Pro and Floodlight Cam, Mm -hmm. Um, which if I was a a Ring owner, I would worry about if you're a Microsoft or a Microsoft and Apple brand person. Mm -hmm. Um, I I did not realize that Amazon had made such a stake in um, startup funding for ring mm-hmm. so so that was kind of a surprise for me
0: i wonder if this is similar to do you remember when we were uh, i i got to go to that blogger event for um verizon and we found out that verizon had be, kind of similar like verizon had a very startup incubator sort of thing but the idea is you're creating things things like ring right that work on their network work on like machine, LTE, to machine machine to machine online cellular network kind of situation. Um, and again, stuff that, that that will bolster, hey, buy Verizon as a service, but also putting the technology assets behind it too, right? I can completely see, I mean, because... Ring is definitely something that fits into the whole Amazon Echo ecosystem. They're obviously making a tech play. We talk about their surprising uh, foothold here in the Pittsburgh area and in the growth that they're doing down there in Southside Works across from Pitt and CMU. Um, side note, I'm sorry, this popped in my head and I have to mention before I forget, have you seen the billboard for, for, for um, um, was it Carnegie Robotics? Yes. That says it's a robot. He looks like the um Iron Giant robot a little bit. No. Uh mm. it was on the digital billboard on twenty eight when we were going uh past Edna, uh just about to pass Edna today um to to our meeting. And it says still hiring humans. Um, you, you
2: hit like every bridge and tunnel around the Pittsburgh area. I can't I'm like I hit town and I'm like, I'm done. I'm going no further. <laughs>
0: Everywhere, man. Everywhere. This is why I drive Lyft. other than other than other reasons, I love driving Lyft because it means that I get to know my city. And I'm really interested in getting to know my city. This is why even if I didn't have if I wasn't just doing it on the downtime here at the studio, I would still find time to do lift. Mm-hmm. So I could get out of my neighborhood. When you work only four blocks away, if, when you work only in Dormont and you have a train to hop on from downtown, it's nice to know the rest of the city exists. Yes. So I, 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 I'd say everybody should just drive around, find a reason to drive to the other end of the city and, and discover, you know, and it's, it's, until I discovered a billboard. anyways back to the amazon thing um no this makes sense i mean uh, it it, it fits with them look at their
2: their delivery service i think it fits in with their delivery service yeah the amazon
0: key and everything this this, absolutely i'm not surprised by any of this i'm not worried about any of this really um i I guess you could get sketchy about support for home kit as long as they don't kill the home kit support for people that already invested in it right
2: yes and I was surprised I didn't realize that and I remember the pitch on Shark Tank. I didn't realize it was the same guy that is now the CEO of Ring. That um, pitched it. So they pitched this they pitched the ring doorbell back then. It was called the Doorbot.
0: Did they how did that go on there? They didn't get it. They no. they, didn't, they wouldn't fund it. Was Amazon already in at that point, you think? Uh, that I don't know.
2: I don't know about that.
0: Because you don't have to win Shark Tank in order to win at Shark Tank. That's true. I think. Because, I mean, when Diamond Dallas Page went on to talk DDP yoga, I think he was more interested in in just getting it out there.
2: Yeah. And I'm I'm interested too. I'm interested in these. One of the things that I have yet to do is I don't have wiring per se for my doorbell. My doorbell is currently wireless. um, And these typically require wiring them in. So this is something that's going to be a down-the-road investment for me, only because mm-hmm. I have to get behind the brick.
0: Um, okay, this is, this is similar. This thing, I think we talked about VR last week being emulated on your Gear VR, like a, a full Oculus thing, right?
2: Yeah, There was the, it was the Ridge.
0: Yeah, the Ridge thing. So that's why I confused myself when I just read this. So there's a, a program or a service called Shadow. And what it's going to do, and wait, this kind of sounds familiar to you guys, is it's going to virtualize high-end gaming PC on your desktop clunker, but it will set you back $35 to $50 every month.
2: I I wonder what kind of internet you're going to have. And obviously you just have to have to stream Mm -hmm. this. And I'm guessing you're still going to want... A decent display.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. You buy yourself a good monitor or hook it up to your TV or something. But um they're they're saying according to Engadget here, instead of that and buy, maintain, upgrade your own hardware, you buy Blade you, you pay Blade, the company, a monthly subscription to use theirs, a concept similar to what NVIDIA did with uh, GeForce now cloud service. Um, Parsec or HP's Omen PCs, save for the fact that uh, those three are dedicated to gaming, while Shadow enables you to run everything from Steam to Photoshop uh, to a host. Again, we mentioned OnLive and things like that uh, uh, recently, right? Uh, The concept is still there, and people are still um, um, making a go at it. Uh, As they say, they partnered with Microsoft, NVIDIA, AMD, and Equinix uh, to create a remote Windows 10 PC that you can access over the internet. It's going to have an NVIDIA graphics card capable of handling 1080p at 144 hertz or 4K at at 60 hertz. Man, the bandwidth on that. Um, For processing, the system relies on eight dedicated threads of an Intel Xeon processor, which is the equivalent of an... I'm getting geeky, guys, but this is important for this, I swear. And 12 gigabytes of RAM, 256 gigabytes of storage. Um, So... that's not bad, but if you're... Well, this is interesting. If you're trying to uh, watch it on an old uh, 720p monitor, you're going to be watching the stream in 720. It's not going to over-push the bandwidth. So if you're like, I grabbed this screen, it's a lower-end one, you know, you've now de-emphasized the hardware and everything like that. Um, It's pretty cool.
2: I, I wonder if we'll see... Something like this, because the the one thing that hits hit me on this was they were like, you can run games or you can run Photoshop or Steam. I wonder how close we are to Adobe
0: doing the same thing,
2: offering some kind of bundle like this. Well, they have been a
0: little bit, haven't they, about some cloud processing where they they're
2: doing it with like the AI and some of the yeah with specific and stuff like tasks.
0: That. I think I'm wondering
2: how far we are till they, as part of your cloud. Membership, or for a mere ten dollars more a month, you can get x amount of time on a high-end workstation Mm -hmm. to render your video or to to do some of the higher-end stuff that would. Yeah, yeah. I
0: man, I would need to see how this works with. But man, if you like, I'm thinking about business applications for this. Like we're we're looking at, you know, I'd love to have another editor, but I need to buy a computer you know, well enough to do the rendering. We don't have a lot here than the studio computers. We don't want to double, you know, what they're doing. You know, if something's going and it's a live switch computer that we use, I don't want Premiere and somebody sitting on that all day too, right? Because mm-hmm. that makes it unreliable for the other task. We have a, something like an old one PC here that's chugging along, needs more RAM, um, and, and, you know, it's an i5 something, but it's definitely not going to do uh, decent video editing. for for, like we do here. Um, This could be an option, you know? I mean, when you're thinking in a world for a business that's already dropping $50 a month for a license for two computers, for all that software, and, you know, you make a commitment for a year, that's $35 a month, $50 if you're using it month to month with no strings, that's interesting to me.
2: And that's that's where I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see this come up from every every company that does like the Adobe it Creative Cloud type. Now, this looks like setups. they're
0: doing something um, like we saw with online, This is going to be very regional to begin with, right? Um, they're saying that it's going to it launched actually in February twenty first in California and will expand through the continental U.S. by the summer. So again, you have to have a localized server you know within your region you know whatever that is like within i don't know the northeast for us here in pittsburgh and that cuts down on you know doing this process around the world those milliseconds you're going to lose in in coordination and that also could be a killer for video editing for me
2: i, I look at it too and i can't remember if it was I think, maybe it was on mac break weekly or something they were talking about was it 4k video rendering with a bunch of different settings between um motion and compressor and and Mm -hmm. a bunch of work they were doing and the new Mm -hmm. iMac pro that's the crazy high-end one yeah the five thousand dollar and up model they were saying something that would take someone 24 hours to run and render was taking them like like 40 minutes jeez so i wonder even even when you think about that kind of time savings if you could get and
0: that's the, what, what was that the, you said it was the imac pros yeah yeah it's like f- you drop five thousand dollars to do that yeah versus but, but something like fifty thirty five dollars a month yeah you could you I could mean, upload do the, do all your work and off how many you're compressing how many how many years <laughs> you know plus that's going to be constantly upgraded i'd imagine it, it becomes reasonable it really does become reasonable when it comes to those kinds of ideas. So, uh, anyways, uh, they I they don't have a site attached here, which is weird. There's some string. Yeah, it's Shadow by Blade. Um, I guess it's not entirely rolled out yet. Um, I found a YouTube video that they put out. I found a YouTube channel that is apparently theirs. Uh, so I'll subscribe to that. Oh, Shadow. Dot Tech. If you want to check that out. So Are they launched... and they launch. Sh- they launched
2: February 21st in California. we yep. will expand throughout the continental United States. By yep. The, the, year. the future of
0: PC. Look at that sweet video right there. Hey, you know what's also sweet? Our good friends at Comic Book Pit, they were hanging out here on uh, this past Sunday in their sweet matching Superman shirts. They really need to coordinate these things. At least like, get a Batman shirt, right? Um, sure I want to the, see them come in a Wonder Woman
2: shirt.
0: There you go. Represent you guys. Represent you guys. ComicBookPit.com. Talking geeky. Uh, with you talk geeky to me baby uh, on your podcast um and you know talking comic books talking tv shows around comic books from guys that write and draw comic books themselves uh really cool that they've been hanging out with us here on a regular basis thank you so much to uh dan and the guys there comicbookpit.com all right one more story the head out sir i one i saw an ar ai car here in the area i think we talked about which this. one was it The Argo.ai. We were talking about that. Yes. They're they're around. They're around. Uh, But also, Huawei. 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 Is also... Now, this is not... They're not really getting in the AI car game so much, but this was a show-off that they were doing. Right, uh, this car with, you know, they have some camera and everything, and this was around, I think it's a CES, if I'm not mistaken, or no, it was Barcelona. It was actually Barcelona they did this. Um, the AI in this car is being operated by a smartphone. It was just a, a way to kind of show the, uh, the power that basically cell phones have at this point and what they can do, and it's like, hey, it can run a car AI-wise, um there's a guy there's a flat picture of a guy with a bicycle <laughs> Don't hit it guys um but but it was really interesting to see that and I don't know how much heavy lifting there is for a simple course like this in the ai they 're using a um, <laughs> they 're using looks like a dSLr camera <laughs> that 's hooked up as well for for um their their camera system and if you 've seen an AI uh, especially here around Pittsburgh with the uber cars there 's a little bit more to it than that right um, usually looks like a lawnmower sitting on top of uh, a car maybe um so oh, well i love these I love these cutouts in here there was like a soccer ball and a and a dog in here too. But uh kind of a cool thing seeing that. Um and of course Huawei's been kind of um I don't want to say under fire, but really kind of taking shots because apparently no provider in no cell provider that will, will pick them up. Yeah, and, the government
2: recommended against purchasing those yeah, devices and then shortly thereafter the the carriers all dropped cut their commitments.
0: So there's been a little back and forth. Uh so <clears throat> kind of a disclaimer there. And uh they um yeah, uh, you know, they're a Chinese manufacturing company, so there's been, uh, you know, stuff going I'll, on. I'll be
2: I'll be surprised if we don't see a bunch of the devices pop up. Just mainly based on their, if you looked at their laptops that they announced in this last week, yeah, their phones are quality, and there's the other uh, Chinese company Xiaomi. Mm-hmm. Um, Xiaomi. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them, those devices crop up, at least in the. If you look at uh, BlackBerry this week announced, you know, they sold 800,000 devices last year or something in that same, same number. I mean, uh, what is it? The, it's the one plus one, mm-hmm. those types of devices that aren't carrier contract, or you, you can't necessarily pick up at an AT&T. I'm guessing you're going to see more people going and at least evaluating those devices only based on cost. And the 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 ever rising cost of of the main some of the mainstream devices.
0: Absolutely. All right, Shila. One last one last, last. I know I said that was going to be the last, but I wanted to touch on this real quick. Uh, have you seen about Google Assistant will now launch specific tasks in Android apps? No. Is this
2: like you can tell Shlomo, the Apple assistant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to set off everyone's assistant Siri. You can tell, you can say, like, send, via, send to so-and-so via WhatsApp, or I can say, mm-hmm. call so-and-so and Skype for business. Um, I haven't seen, like, what is it, how far does it go down in?
0: Well, it says, for one, it says you can ask, A uh, 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 assistant can ask for your location amid the conversation uh, if you want to get left home. Uh, Action's now work in uh, seven different languages. Um, they're so showing, like, you know, things can pop up in the, uh, you know, of course, in the, the Play Store as well. Uh, actually perform uh, specific intents within other Android apps, uh, so I mean it's it's a lot more open than Siri is, I think. Specific.
2: I'm um, I'm interested to see how it goes beyond. I don't know. Off te- I'll I'm interested in this. I Throwing out in the out. next few
0: few weeks, so let us know. You're yeah. the one that's still dabbling in that uh, Android world yes. a bit more than I am, for sure. So, all right, Chilla, ChillaTech.net at Chilla on the Twitter. John's chill on the Facebooks. And Sorgatron on the Twitter. SorgatronMedia.com. Around around the uh, Sorgatron Media stuff. Around the uh, globe. <laughs> we got a lot going on, of course. If you go over to SorgatronMedia.com, you can check out all the podcasts. Subscribe over to our Sorgatron Media Master Feed. And you can get about everything that we're doing, including the pro wrestling stuff. The, our friends uh, Fishing Without Bait have a lot of cool things going on. We just had, had in uh, Sheena Carroll, who is a poet and uh, writer and uh, she's done some readings those uh, videos available on the fishing without bait facebook and youtube uh you can go to fishing uh and uh under the listen and the watch and uh to check out the conversations that we've had with her she's going to be on for about three weeks of that um we just had on the broadcast our good friends kim and natalie over there um they had evelyn costillo who is the owner of a creative director of sterling events doing some cool things. Um, uh, as well, and uh, we're going to have a few... We've, we've, there's been some pretty geeky things on there, so uh, look through that list of uh, people. The, the, the creator of the Fish Fry map has been on there in the last month, I believe, uh, so a lot of really cool stuff, and like I mentioned, comic book pe- talking about Kick-Ass number one on their latest episode released this week, and of course the Scare House uh, releasing an uh, uh, interview they did with uh, themed attractions legend Robbie Lepree. Uh, of course, uh, Robbie Ween. They're doing it as a benefit to her because she's having some health issues down there. Uh, responsible for the um, um, the the uh, Terranites, I think it is at Bush Gardens down there in Tampa. So I'm I'm going to be pretty close to that Bush Gardens in Tampa here next week, actually, Chilla. Uh. So go check it out. Check out all the cool things going on at Sorgatron media.com and of course wrestling mayhem show we got a lot of great conversations going on there as well around the wrestling world and of course you can join us if you join us here live at 7 p.m eastern on our awesome cast facebook stick around at 9 p.m eastern on the wrestling mayhem show facebook for that stream as well thank you so much everybody that did join us through the night of course our buddy brandon from half a country away here billy wheels i'm trying not to say john because that's you chilla uh (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for being part of this, checking out the show, being part of the conversation. And uh thank you, producer
1: Missy. There is something else that I'd actually like to mention. Oh, yes. I got a text message today <gasps> from our really good friend Zach Rizza over at the uh Wrestling Mayhem show. Yes. He is doing something with running.
0: He is running. Yes. Not for office.
1: No, 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 for the for the Pittsburgh Marathon. And I'm gonna go ahead and drop his uh fundraising link if anybody would like to donate to to his thing to support the the pittsburgh marathon fundraising uh dick sporting goods foundation sports matters um helping to save youth sports
0: absolutely that'll be in there go check it out and that'll be in our show notes i believe
1: yes and i'm also dropping it into the the facebook group right now
0: all right go check that out support our boy riz and uh oh we've been playing uh we're probably gonna do it again this Friday. Riz plays games at Sorgatron Media will return, as well as Rap Gamers will be on at midnight this Friday, which technically is Saturday morning, I guess. Uh, They are going to be reviewing Black Panther as part of that, and I think playing Mm -hmm. Capcom vs. Marvel uh, with the Black Panther download. So, uh, a lot of fun there for you, video guy. Friday is going to be video game night, I think, a lot of times here in the studios. Keep an eye out for those as well. I didn't even talk about Vero. Everybody's following me on Vero now. Um, I need your. I I'm need, still. Oh, I have
2: to look you up because I joined.
0: I just joined it. We'll talk about it when, it's, when it's up and running. Look up Sorgatron on Vero. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah, I tried posting, but everybody's my friend as of today. So there's that. We'll talk about that after it's hopefully we've had a week of it working. Thank you to our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.